So we are episode two. Episode two. Here we already, are. Already. Here we are. Doesn't feel like it's been a week already. No. Episode two. Tim and Mike with you. Illinois Bowhunter. Check us out at IllinoisBowhunter.com. And we're going to talk hog hunting today. Hog hunting it is. And I, I mean the animal, not, not any kind of weird perverted. Oh. Okay. We'll uh, talk about that too. So you got the wrong, yeah. All the right. wrong uh, show notes put together. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I All got right. these. <laughs> Before we start, though, I we we got into a story last week that I think we need to tell. Oh um, damn! It, somebody in this room, i.e., you, arrived at your tree stand with no arrows. Oh, well, see, this is what happens when you tell a friend a story. Um, okay, well, here's what go happened. Public with it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, here's what happened. I'm just gonna say on a side note right now. Love my wife but I'm definitely putting this one on her and I'll explain later why. So I get up, um, get my stuff ready, get dressed, head out to the, to the site, park the truck, get out, get my bow out of the case, get everything sprayed up, ready to go, walk out. I get ready to put the bow on my rope to pull it up. And I look and I say, Oh shit, I don't have any arrows. So I was like, maybe I left them in the truck. Went back, not in the truck. So I opened up the case, looked, see if I even had one with the field tip. I was desperate at this point. I was willing to just smoke one with a field tip. <laughs> Didn't even have an arrow with a field tip on it. So I threw everything back in the car angrily, drove back home, slamming doors, went back to bed, woke up, and realized my wife had cleaned my son's room, took all his hunting stuff, and put it in my hunting room, and moved all my shit to the other side of the room. So that's where my arrows laid. So basically it's her fault because I have a routine I follow and they weren't where they're supposed to be. So I'm not taking blame for that. I agree. Yeah. That's wholeheartedly yeah. her problem. Yeah. A little embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, you didn't drop an animal that day. Uh, absolutely not. Didn't even see one. Oh, no, well, that's good. Didn't even see one. So you stayed. Uh, no, absolutely not. I oh, got okay. in the truck and went home, but I didn't see one on the drive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is a place where the woods and the dirt path meet for that perfect outdoor experience where whitetails slip through tall oaks and turkeys gobble in the wind. It's not where the path leads you, but instead where you leave your trail. This is Illinois Bowhunter. So I'm kind of excited about today, uh, about talking pigs, and for a couple of reasons. One, um, back in 2014, um, Justin and I went to, and I, well, it was a whole group of guys, but we went to Jacksboro, Texas, and did a hog hunt for a handful of days, uh, which was the first time I'd ever done so, and made me fall in love with it. I mean, they're they're a blast. You yeah. Know? But I know they're, they're horrible animals as far as destructiveness and, and the the damage they do to agriculture but man when they come moving in on a feeder because in texas you can hunt over feeders yeah it, it sounds like a, a parade of buffalo coming in they, <laughs> they're not worried about being silent at all nice and it was just so much fun but the second reason i'm super excited about it is because i just booked this past week elaine and i are going back to texas um about a month from now Nice. On a hog hunt. Very nice. So take my daughter so she can experience the rush that that has. And there you go. Going to be a good time. Like we so, talked about last week. Get them out. 
Yep. Get them out of the house. So if, if that doesn't fire you up, then you obviously have wet wood. <laughs> Damp. So Illinois, man. Hogs in Illinois. They're here. I've heard. They're here. I've heard. Um, the IDNR is notorious for trying to not be public with certain information on, on animals that are here. I remember, I don't know, a handful of years back where they were basically saying, you know, Illinois doesn't have bobcats. Oh, yeah. And then it wasn't long after that, started seeing, and I was calling the bluff the whole time, but it started seeing in their, what do they call that, the lean over there, the Hunter's Digest or Hunting and Trapping Digest. Yeah. There's a little book that they put out every year yeah. with all your regulations. Um, all of a sudden in there is, did you see a bobcat while you were out? Uh-huh. Yep. Report it here, there, there. Um, and now there's a season. Right. <laughs> yeah. From none to That's expanded uh, to, to a, a bobcat season in Illinois. But yep. I noticed this year on page 48 um, to report how many wild pigs were seen. Um, when you're reporting your deer and turkey kills. They did start asking this year. Yeah. When you call in a deer, they ask you how many wild hogs you've seen. Yeah. So have you have you seen any? Well, I guess not since you... No, I have not seen any where I hunt, but yeah. um, I have a friend who has property right on the Shawnee National Forest, and he said that his neighbors have seen them out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's never seen them. But he said that his neighbors have told him that they've seen him out there in the Shawnee National Forest on the Illinois side. So Right. Well, I'll jump ahead to my next line here on that um, before I tell you where I've seen him. But um, this past spring, when everybody's locked down from COVID, um, Shawnee National Forest closed the Lusk Creek uh, wilderness area down in Pope County. Okay. Because um, they had, I believe the number was 25. They went in to eradicate 25 pigs that were running amok inside Lush Creek. Hmm. So they had shut down that whole wilderness area to, to do that. So they're in the Shawnee Forest. They're, yep. That's definitely they, Illinois. They were in Pope <laughs> County. Um, I've personally seen three. Um, well, personally, I've seen one. <laughs> and I'll explain. Here we go. This is what we I'll talked explain. about last week, making up shit. Some stuff you got to figure out yourself here, guys. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll explain. So a friend of mine who lives up in Milstadt, which is the Metro East St. Louis area, but Illinois, of course, um, sends me a picture one day, and I, I don't remember what year it was. It's been a couple years, maybe three. He sends me a picture of he's he's traveling down I-64, heading back home after visiting us here in Southern Illinois. And he's you know, it's nothing but farm fields, basically, yeah. going down I-64. Uh-huh. And he snaps a photo of a wild pig running down through this field pretty close to the interstate just trucking it as fast as he could go and he he snapped a photo as he went by and sent it to me so i didn't personally see that but i saw the picture i'll give you credit for that one okay, okay that's All one right, so i'm one to know <laughs> the second one i saw personally i was going down cambria road um through the crab orchard refuge really and to the west of me is an open farm field and it's right before you get to crab orchard lake Saw one trucking it across that field right there. Really? So that was a personal one. You got to give me that one. I, two and a- absolutely, I'll give you that one. One hundred. And then the third one is a, a buddy of mine who um, lives on a farm over towards the Johnson City area, and he's got pigs, um, like pinned in a pen. Mm-hmm. And those he, don't count, Tim. No, no, those don't count. You're right. <laughs> but uh, what he posted, he posted it on Facebook, and that's where I saw it. 
of it was a video of a a pig who came out of the woods and approached the pig that was in the pen. Hmm. So they were milling around, one on the inside, one on the outside, and then eventually it meanders off. So I saw a video of that on Facebook. Does that count? Am I three and zero or two and one? Hmm. How about two point five? Two point five. I give right. you half credit. We'll go for it. Yeah, because like we said last week, it's not all going to be true. So I'm going two point five. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. All right. So those are my three experiences. They're here. I mean, there there's no stopping it. it yeah. And once they're here, it's it's going to blow up just like it blew up everywhere yeah, else. It's time to embrace it. Yep. Um, you know, Texas, I think, has the biggest challenges with them. But um, most states that have hog populations, um, you can hunt them year-round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is exciting to me because that gives me more opportunities to drag the kids out of the house yep. and get them out there to do that. Absolutely. Um, you know, in Texas, for example, you can hunt them year-round, day or night. Over food plots, yep, over feeders, yeah. any weapon you want. If you want to take a three hundred eight rifle or if you want to take a compound bow, it doesn't matter. Um, they just want you to take them out. You know? What are your intentions when you go to uh, Texas next month? Are you going to bring an arsenal and try taking them with a few I'm different I'm going to let items? my daughter do it all, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I asked nice. her the other day. I showed her a couple of rifle choices that I have, and I said, whatever you're comfortable with, we'll get you set up and make sure you're on with them if you want. And she said, I'd really like to do that crossbow that we just got done shooting. So Nice. Um, she wants to shoot a crossbow. That's what we'll do. Oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. So Take we're going with Justin, Justin Miller and my and his daughter is who we're meeting there. And uh, He moved out there, didn't he? He did. Yeah. yeah moved back there. Okay. Back there. Yeah. He's from Texas. Originally. He looked like a Texas guy. <laughs> <laughs> he fits the profile. He definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hogs are a problem. Yeah. And we'll we'll get into why, but um, arguments can be made on what is the best way to handle the problem, um, but I don't think there's an, any argument that they are a problem. Oh, 100%. Um, will Illinois allow hunters to hunt them is a, a question. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, from what I understand, some of their officials, are, they believe hunting isn't a good option on eradicating them or attempting to eradicate them, I don't think you truly can. No. Um, because, uh, like anything else, if you apply pressure to something, it pushes the animal out. Mm-hmm. Um, so hunting them, they, they believe, will just cause them to spread further out. Um, which, hey, worst case scenario, we push them towards Chicago. Yeah, yeah right. The, <laughs> no, no, no loss in that one, right? No, this is Illinois bow hunter. Oh, that's right, Illinois. Not yeah. northern yeah. whatever state that whatever is. Whatever they northern choose to be. Chicago area. Right. Yeah, so I get it. Uh, you know, you put the pressure on them; they're going to move. Mm-hmm. So they're already destructive enough, and then you're going to push them out further, or they're going to create more destruction. Yeah. Um, trapping is another option um, that I believe is what they used in Pope County when we were talking about a minute ago, um, because you can count you can catch multiple hogs at one time. Yeah, with a trap. Um, we're hunting, you're, you know, you're limited to one or two because by yeah. the time you take your shot, they're mm-hmm. scattering, right? Yep. Um, and I think Illinois' other approach to it is, from what I understand, is especially with a year-round hunting approach is that it increases the likelihood of some hunters who aren't ethical to poach deer. Yep, absolutely. So you, you're out in the middle of May trying to shoot a wild pig and, and a deer comes rolling in. Yep. And you say, well, 
I'm hunting. Right, and entices that unethical hunter to to take that shot when he probably shouldn't. Take, he or she probably shouldn't take that shot. You say unethical. I say asshole. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hand uh-huh. in hand. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, this is a little caption that I stole off of somebody's website. If I could give them credit, I would, but I'll just read it. Feral hogs, which are not native to North America, were originally free-range pigs brought to the colonies in the 1500s. You probably remember that. Yeah. By settlers as a source of food. Shut up. (laughs) Soon (laughs) after, some escaped and adapted to live wildly in the lush environment of early America. In the early 1900s, the Russian and Eurasian wild boars were also brought to America for sport hunting and let go into fenced and unfenced hunting environments. Today's feral hog population is a combination of all domesticated hogs uh, gone loose, Eurasian and Russian boars. So there's the background as to how we were invaded by these destructive creatures that are fun to hunt. Mm-hmm. And produce bacon. Correct. Kind of a win-win. Yeah. I mean, if you if you kill one. If you miss, it's just more destruction of property, but if you don't, it's bacon. Right. So. And, I mean, what is there better to eat than bacon? I don't think anything. You could put bacon on anything. You could put bacon in ice cream. You could put bacon. It's the universal condiment. Yeah, absolutely. It goes anywhere. Yeah. Chocolate. I've never had bacon with chocolate. I have chocolate-covered bacon before. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. I have to give that a grill. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to cook some bacon later this evening. I actually ordered seasoning to make bacon out of my deer, so... It's just a big bacon topic right now. That's got to be another show because we can go an hour on bacon. Whole another episode just focused on bacon. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It'll be the highest rated show. I don't know. You got my mouth watering for bacon right now. I'm not sure we can move on. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Bacon! So why, why are hogs a problem? Well, no other animal that I know of outside of maybe you and I um, comes to mind that, that breeds as often as a feral hog. Or pigs in general. They don't have to be feral for that matter. Yeah. Uh, other than maybe a rabbit. but Yeah. Well, uh, rabbits are pretty popular for that. So sows, um, which are female hogs, of course, for your daughter over here listening. <laughs> in case you didn't know what a sow was. I'm just kidding. She is cute, though. <laughs> she's off limits. Well, actually, she's 18, so she's free. Oh, he. Sorry, he. Yeah, she's eighteen and she's actually a man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, sows can have as many as two litters of year a year of up to twelve piglets in each litter. Damn. Hogs do not have a breeding season, which means they breed all year round. Unlike you know our white-tailed deer species, their piglets can reach sexual maturity at an age of three to six months. And then have two litters a year from then on. So it's easy to see how mm-hmm. population uh, it, it overgrows, goes absolutely batshit crazy. Yep. Um, I, I don't remember who put this number out or how accurate it is, but they said that population of the wild hog, feral hog, uh, must be reduced by seventy percent annually in order to control them. Holy cow. 70% decrease to control their population. That is a lot. And the the sow's gestation period is only three months and three weeks. So 
you know, when they reach that three month to six month age yeah. and they become start impregnated three months later, they're dropping another up to 12, up piglets. To 12 more. Holy cow. And here we go. Right? Yeah. Um, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. That's a population problem before we even get into the destruction problem. That's a population problem. 100%. So 90% vegetation diet, even though my understanding is they'll eat damn near anything, mm-hmm. including their own. So feral hog, feral swine negatively impact the wildlife and wildlife habitat um, because they destroy the vegetation. Yeah. You know, the, that'll... That'll do it. Yeah, they're nomadic, um, which means they they leave behind a wake of destruction of natural habitat everywhere they go. Nomadic, they're moving from point A to point B, following that food source. Um, so everywhere they go, they're running amok and, and destroying everything in the habitat, which of course affects our deer, affects our turkey, affects our everything. You know, I mean, it's the food source for everything that we, as sportsmen, you don't want to mess with a Southern Illinois deer. No. So this is an interesting note. Feral hogs um, are very destructive compared to most animals in the wild because they don't graze. Um, Instead, they root up the ground. So when they're rooting up the ground, they're rooting up agriculture, you know, or or soybeans or Mm -hmm. corn or various crops. They're rooting up yards, gardens, um, fields, everything, you know, in search of food. And rooting, R-O-O-T-I-N-G, rooting is the process pigs use to upturn these areas of vegetation um, using their muzzle and tusks and can cause a lot of damage. Um, Hogs also create wallows that can affect water quality, filtration and flow around wetlands and natural streams. Um, Here's an interesting figure. The U.S. Department of Agriculture estimates that feral hogs alone, just feral hogs, cause over 1.5 billion with a B, dollars <laughs> of annual damage and control cost. Golly. Of course, that's nationally. Yeah. Um, that's still one point something billion too much. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, hogs have been known to cause damage to natural landmarks, cemeteries, historical sites, and they're known to carry diseases and insects that can be passed on to other animals. Antifa also tears up historical sites. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a very good point. All right. Let's pass that up. All right. Maybe for another show. Mm-hmm. Um, That's another episode. <laughs> so Texas, where I'm heading, yeah, uh, and where I've been, they have an estimated two and a half million wild pig population in Texas. Golly. Two and a half million, um, which relates to $52 million, estimated $52 million in damage to their agriculture in Texas. In one state. In one state. Yeah. You know, and the states surrounding Texas are overran with them, too. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, you know, Mm -hmm. Arkansas, those those states have their fair share of wild pigs. Uh, Missouri and Tennessee and that. Now we're running into Illinois where they're they're here. You know, whether IDNR wants to say it or not, they're here. Um I've got a friend who just got a lease in Arkansas, asked us to come down if we wanted to go bow hunting down there with them or gun hunting, whatever. And he said that they've got pig all over the place out there. Yeah. He goes, that we've got the lease all year. He goes, if you guys want to come down, because I guess it's the same out there in Arkansas. You can hunt them year round. Right. So he said, if you guys want to come out, you know, even after deer season, he goes, we're right on a couple different trails in this, you know, in the area that they are uh, leasing. 
they said they've got a couple different pig trails and they've been out bow hunting, you know, shotgun hunting, whatever for deer. And they've had the pigs come right up to their blinds, you know, right next to them until they realize that somebody's in it. And then they get to scoot and he goes, but there's a lot of them out there. So, I mean, they're, they're moving quick. Yeah. 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 In Texas, you know, this would be cool to do. I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity to do it, but in Texas that are, they're doing helicopter hunts. Have you seen those? Ted Nugent. Yeah. Yep. I seen them. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. You know, flying around in a helicopter and just picking them off. Yeah. It would be pretty badass. Flying over the top of them. That's, that, and I would think that that would be a, I mean, you're spreading them. Obviously yeah. the, mm-hmm. the helicopter is going to spread them out and make them move, but mm-hmm. um, the ability to cover ground. Yep. It has to be effective, you know. Well, I mean? as opposed to being on the ground, getting one or two shots off, you know what I mean, with a group of 10, 20 come in, and you get one or two shots off, even if you drop them both, that's 18 that took off. You're up in that helicopter, pounding them down yep. and chasing them. You can get, you know, five, six, 10, you know, whatever, and that, you know, you're getting half of them as you opposed to. You have the opportunity to, to get them all. Yep. You know, yep. you circle well, yeah. them enough, you have mm-hmm. the opportunity anyway. Yep. Um. I, I I don't know if if feral hog hunting will ever come to Illinois, but I can guarantee you we won't be helicopter hunting. Here. No, no, I don't think so. Uh-uh. <laughs> we can't even use rifles for for deer here, so we're no. There's no chance of that happening. But no, we'll be um, shotgunning them or bow. Right. I believe. I don't know. Do you know I, the famous Hatfield and McCoy feud? Oh yeah. I think it started over a wild hog. Or over a hog. I don't know if it was a wild hog, but I, yeah. I think, that I, whole story I think it was. They went to court, and that's where it all started over a pig that died, or whatever the case was. But right. yeah, I believe it was all over. Does your daughter know? She goes to school. And you know the Hatfields and McCoys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. I know there was land involved, but there was also a pig that went yeah, to court. I think, I think it had something to do with the pig, Overpaying too. Overpaying for a pig, because when he came through, they had one of their pigs were dead or whatever. I don't know the whole story. I mean, once again, it comes back to our first show where we said some of it's bullshit, some of it's true. I'm sure our listening audience is yeah. just dying to know how that feud began. <laughs> see how we got off on this. Yeah. <laughs> That's another show. We're getting all kinds of show ideas, though. We are. I mean, we're, we're locked up till at least March. At least March right now. Yeah. After March, I don't know. We might be bored. Yeah, well, you know, we'll talk about the other hog hunting maybe in March. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, believe it or not, we've already reached our our mark here on show length. Yeah. Nice. Um, But bottom line for me, because I've had the ability to do it, is hog hunting is fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good way to introduce kids to the sport. Um, it makes landowners happy because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. not destroying <laughs> their their agriculture or their fields or whatever. Um, it's it's eliminating a nuisance animal. Yeah. And back to what we said earlier, a three hundred pound animal makes a, a hell of, of a bacon. lot of bacon. Yep, bacon it is. Hell of a lot of bacon. All the conversations are going to circle back around to bacon. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it has to. Yeah. So we'll do a whole a whole episode dedicated to bacon. Oh my God! Yeah, in honor of bacon. In honor of bacon, on National Bacon Day. Oh, I'm sure there is one. Well, if there's not, it'll be every day. Well, let's look it up. There's got to be. 
September the 4th of 2021 is National Bacon Day. September 4th. Yep, so I don't know if we'll make it that far or not. We'll have to just for the bacon day. <laughs> well, all right, my man, you got anything else to add? No, I think uh, I think the show went pretty well, and uh, I think we gave the listeners obviously something to come back for. <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of show ideas coming up. They don't have no idea what we're going to throw at them next. No, for sure. <laughs> um, we are going to talk uh, next time. We're going to talk the review of the crossbow from today. Yeah, we shot um, it. Yep, so that is a center point, 415, I think is the model number. I should know this. Yeah, it's called the Heat 415 from center Heat point. Heat 415, so, yep. Uh, I've been shooting it for a few weeks, and you had the opportunity to shoot it this morning. Yep. So we'll talk about that as well as some other nonsense that we get into. In the meantime, visit us, IllinoisBowHunter.com. We have an online store. Absolutely. Buy apparel. Um Sites. I think the kids say merch. Broadheads. Merch. Yeah, merch. That's the cool word to say. You're a boomer if you don't say merch. Well, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter calls me a boomer all the time. So So do my kids. And sometimes a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been called Karen yet. My, my wife has. I haven't been called Karen. I'm just a boomer. Yeah, at least once a day I get called a Karen and a boomer. So <laughs> I just embrace it, and I don't even know what the hell it means, but we'll go with it. I know Absolutely. what a boomer is, but the kids nowadays are using boomer from a totally different perspective. Than yes, yes. The true definition of boomer. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, check out the socials, IllinoisBowHunter.com. See you in a week. See ya.